This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Crash into the wall, into the air. How did he survive this? In a shower of sparks on his roof. Then, husband and wife ambushed outside their home. He is my absolute hero. Thank God he knew how to respond. Wait till you see who ambushed them. And game show host Drew Carey overcome with grief over the death of his ex-fiance and Wendy Williams under fire over what she said about the victim being thrown off the balcony. Come on down! Then, Stormy Daniels breaks her silence. What she's telling only Inside Edition about the conviction of her former lawyer, Michael Avenatti. I definitely had figured out what a monster he was. And high anxiety. More, come on. What the heck are they thinking? Crazy. Then, the woman born without a uterus and the medical miracle that's helping her become a mom. The pregnancy test is positive. Plus, mini horse on a plane. He even went first class. From reclining seat war to a horse on a plane. Who wants to fly these days? Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. A horrific finish to the Daytona 500, and people are still marveling that the driver inside this car survived a crash that sent his vehicle flying skyward. We've got a look at the race car safety technology that may have saved his life. Here comes Hamlin up the outside. Wow. Crash into the wall, into the air. Goes Newman. How could anyone survive this horrifying crash? NASCAR driver Ryan Newman was rear-ended, spun out of control and sent flying by another car on the last lap of the Daytona 500. His car ending up on its roof and in flames. In a shower of sparks on his roof, Ryan Newman comes across the line fourth and comes to rest. 42-year-old Newman, known as Rocket Man, was seriously injured, but doctors say he's going to make it. His survival is being credited to the safety features which cocoon drivers inside their cars. These cars are designed to save a driver's life because we have a full retardant suit, a full face helmet, a Hans device head and neck support, and we have a full containment seat 
designed to the driver specifically, and a six-point harness to keep him safe. Just last Thursday, Newman and his wife, Chrissy, announced they were divorcing after 16 years of marriage. They have two daughters. Chrissy and I have decided to amicably separate, Ryan Newman tweeted. We will continue to jointly raise our girls while remaining friends. Chrissy was watching the race and tweeted, always praying for a safe race. Moments after the crash, she posted, OMG. The winner crossed the finish line by just 0.01 seconds. One of the closest finishes in history. Driver Denny Hamlin was criticized for celebrating his win with donuts, not far from where Newman was being cut from the wreck. He appeared on Live with Kelly and Ryan today. You don't know that's happened. In that no, moment. so I saw him come across me, obviously, but, uh, you know, wrecks are so common at the end of these races uh, anyway that you don't think anything about it, and it's been so long since there's been any kind of serious injuries. Obviously, we're thinking of Ryan and his family. Gentlemen, start your engines. President Trump, who was granted marshal of the race on Sunday before it was rain delayed, tweeted, praying for Ryan Newman, a great and brave NASCAR driver. Into the wall, into the air, goes Newman. Newman's car was only about 100 yards from the finish line when he was tapped from behind. We sure do wish him well. This husband and wife were ambushed outside their home, leading to a deadly shootout. And you may be surprised to learn who was lying in wait when they pulled into their driveway. Stephen Fabian with the latest on this bizarre crime. This husband and wife are grateful to be alive after they were ambushed outside their home. I need someone in my house right now. There's a gunman trying to shoot my husband. Oh, my God. Lindsay and Molly Duncan had just pulled into their home in Yellow Springs, Ohio, when they came under fire. All I really remember was a six-foot-something, four, six-foot-five man that was probably 230 pounds with a camo mask, ran to my wife's driver's side with a gun. Then a second figure appeared, also armed and wearing camouflage. Lindsay Duncan is a celebrity nutritionist who has appeared on The View and Dr. Oz. He pulled out his own weapon, which he is licensed to carry and open fire. Police say a wild shootout erupted. As bullets flew, the two would-be assassins were cut down. And by some miracle, Lindsay Duncan and his wife emerged without a scratch. Two people were trying to shoot us when we were pulling in our driveway, and I shot them. Are they struck? Are they down? Yeah, both are down. In a shocking twist, the would-be assassins turned out to be Duncan's ex-wife, Cheryl, and her new husband, Robert Sanders. Oh, my God! Cheryl was an accomplished stunt woman who doubled for Uma Thurman, Jessica Alba, and Sandra Bullock. She and her ex divorced in 2009 and remained locked in a bitter dispute over their daughter's trust funds. I'd like to in 2015, Duncan faced claims that he was deceiving the public by making false statements about the weight loss benefits of green coffee bean extract. So how does it work? Well, it's amazing. It's what we call a triple threat. He agreed to pay a $9 million settlement to the FTC. Duncan and his wife are still trying to process how they survived the ambush. The words that you guys have ambush is exactly what it was. That ambush, is... we were, we were caught off guard. They said nothing. They started shooting at us. Oh, God. No, 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 no. 
No charges have been filed in the case. Authorities say there is surveillance video of the altercation, which they say proves the couple was threatened and acted in self-defense. Prices Right host Drew Carey is consumed with grief over the murder of his former fiancée, who cops say was thrown to her death off a third-story balcony. The couple had split more than a year ago, but it's clear she still had a place in Carey's heart. Here's your host, Drew Carey! Game show host Drew Carey is breaking his silence over the gruesome murder of his ex-fiancée, sex therapist Dr. Amy Harwick. The Price is Right host called Dr. Harwick a positive force in the world, a tireless and unapologetic champion for women, and passionate about her work as a therapist. Carrie and the sex therapist got engaged in 2018 before they amicably split. Cops say Dr. Harwick's former boyfriend, Gareth Hershouse, threw her from the third floor balcony of her Los Angeles home. In this photo obtained by Inside Edition, Dr. Harwick is seen out with girlfriends last Friday, celebrating Galentine's at a burlesque show. One friend tells Inside Edition that she received a message at 1.05 a.m. from the therapist asking her to text the photo as a keepsake. Ten minutes later, she was pushed off the balcony at her home in the Hollywood Hills. In these court papers, filed by Dr. Harwick for restraining orders, she claims a long history of violence at the hands of Gareth Pursehouse. In 2011, she alleged Pursehouse choked me, suffocated me, pushed me against walls, kicked me, slammed my head into the ground. In 2012, she accused him of physically pulling me out of car. I got a bloody nose from his roughness. The most recent restraining order expired two weeks ago. Ago. Domestic violence counselor Tunisia Ofray. For whatever reason, this this perpetrator looks at this victim as their property, and meaning you're never going to get away from me. And that's the mindset of a lot of perpetrators. So they will wait it out. Creepy video shows the suspect purse house on a flight four years ago, holding a toy bear and a box of Ritz crackers. I'm going to Ritz you apart. Jealousy can become dangerous. And Wendy Williams is under fire for her wisecrack about the death of Carrie's ex. It's not the first time that she's raised eyebrows with her controversial comments. Talk show host Wendy Williams keeps putting her foot in her mouth. Now she's being slammed for making an insensitive comment about the murder of game show host Drew Carey's ex-fiance, who was allegedly thrown off a third floor balcony. She was killed not by Drew. But by by the ex, come on down. <laughs> Her own studio audience groaned. Did Wendy really use the famous Price is Right catchphrase? Come on down. Wendy has yet to apologize. I think she can tell and everybody can tell that that joke did not work, didn't land and was inappropriate because her audience wasn't even with her on that joke. The latest controversy comes just a few days after Williams made what some thought was an insensitive remark about gay men. And stop wearing our skirts and our heels. Look at here now, um, gay men. You'll never be the woman that we are. No matter how gay, sir. The next day, she said she was sorry. I apologize. I did not mean to offend my LGBTQ plus community. And last month, she faced another backlash for seeming to mock Oscar winner Joaquin Phoenix's cleft lip. When he shaves off his mustache, he's got a hairline yeah. fracture. He's got one of those, um, what do you call it, cleft lip, yep. cleft palate. Yep. He's, he's got yep. this. Yep. He's got this. Uh -huh. No, I find it to be, I find it to be very attractive. <laughs>
She lingered with her finger, pulling up her lip. Social media was outraged. You should be fired, Cher tweeted. Wendy heard the outcry. I want to apologize to the cleft community. On a much lighter note, Jane Fonda made headlines for that new silver do at the Oscars, and maybe she started a trend. Sharon Osbourne has also gone silver. Now that's a transformation. The talk's Sharon Osbourne has gone from vibrant dark red to what her colorist calls silver platinum blonde. It took him eight hours to get it just right. Sharon was looking for a big change. She says she was fed up with dyeing her hair every week for the last 18 years. I just was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm like, yeah. why am I trying to do something or be something that I'm not? Yeah. So just be who you are. Mm -hmm. oh. Academy Award-winning actress Jane Fonda. It's definitely part of a growing trend. You'll recall that Jane Fonda blew everyone away with her new look at the Oscars. And get this, the same colorist, Jack Martin, did both women. He calls Jane Fonda's color icy silver blonde. It's a beautiful color. I mean, nowadays, ladies, they have to really embrace their gray and being themselves. Martin's Instagram page shows 50 shades of gray. For all his delighted clients, the befores and afters are pretty amazing. Welcome to the club, Sharon. And part of the fun of travel is taking photo memories of your trip. But this photo looks more terrifying than fun. This video is causing a major case of high anxiety. More, come on. A tourist comes dangerously close to the edge of a cliff okay. in Rio de Janeiro. The guy taking the video actually encourages her to move closer. More, come on. The cliff, named Pedra da Gavia, is a major attraction for thrill-seekers trying to get that perfect photo. Some daredevils are even risking their lives as they try to snap the perfect selfie. But it's this video that's really freaking people out. More, come on. Stormy Daniels is mincing no words when it comes to sharing what she thinks of her former attorney, Michael Avenatti. Avenatti was found guilty last week of trying to extort Nike. We sat down exclusively with the woman who was paid to keep quiet about her alleged affair with Donald Trump. I definitely had figured out what a monster he was. Stormy Daniels is speaking out about her former lawyer, Michael Avenatti, who was convicted last week of trying to shake down Nike for $20 million. How did you feel when Michael Avenatti was convicted? Um, my initial reaction was high five, yes. But then honestly, like a couple months later, I just felt really sad. Uh, because it, I guess deep down, maybe some part of me didn't want to believe all those terrible things about him. Avenatti represented Stormy in her claims that she had a brief fling with President Trump in 2006. The case made Avenatti a national figure. The cover-up continues. Sometimes you have to go into the belly of the beast. And we're not going to show our hand in the beginning weeks of any case. Stormy and Avenatti later had a falling out, and Avenatti is still facing a criminal charge that he stole 300000 from her book deal. He has pled not guilty. It's more of the betrayal than the money. Somebody that I trusted looked me in the face every single day for a year and lied to me. In your opinion, is Michael Avenatti a good lawyer? Is he a con man? Is he both? Um, he's actually not a good lawyer. I believed up until very recently that he was, but he's not. He made a terrible mess of paperwork, just basic filings and paperwork. I mean, he conned me. I don't know if he's a con man. I am Stormy Daniels. 
Stormy, an adult film star, is currently on a national tour of comedy clubs, and her routine is too risque to air. The night we were permitted to record her act in Spokane, both Trump and Avenatti came up in the Q&A section. Do you feel like Avenatti hurt your case against Trump? Yes. Michael Avenatti faces as much as 40 years in prison when he's sentenced in June. Next, the woman born without a uterus. And the medical miracle that's helping her become a mom. The pregnancy test is positive. Plus, mini horse on a plane. He even went first class. From reclining seat war to a horse on a plane. Who wants to fly these days? Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. You're looking at a miracle, and while the birth of any baby is an amazing event, the arrival of this little boy was truly something his mom could never really hope for. But it happened. Jim Murray explains how. This couple is about to hear if they're going to have a baby. Yes. Then the call comes in. The pregnancy test is positive. Jen and Drew Gobrecht break down with tears of joy. <laughs> to hear those words, you're pregnant. I never, ever thought I'd hear those words. Jen has MRKH syndrome. She was born without a uterus. Pregnancy was impossible. It's a devastating condition. After she and Drew were married, they explored having children by in vitro and surrogacy. Then Jen applied for a groundbreaking uterus transplant procedure. Doctors Kathleen O'Neill and Noir Latif at Penn Medicine in Philadelphia determined that Jen was an ideal candidate for a uterus transplant. Watching her pull away, and I think that was the moment I really the first moment in this whole process that I really broke down and I just lost it. Jen would be only the second woman in the U.S. to receive a womb from a deceased donor. The doctors were part of a team of 30 transplant specialists. The intricate surgery was a success. They were like looking at each other and saying, I guess we, we did it. Six months later, the next stage involved implanting one of the eggs Jen had previously harvested. Transplant him an embryo, that was the part I think I was, I was terrified about. Then yes. that fateful phone call. The pregnancy test is positive. <laughs> Jen got to feel her baby grow and kick. It's priceless. It's something you really can't put into words how much that means. The big day arrived. <laughs> Doctors delivered their baby by C-section. It's a boy, and I'm like, it's a boy. <laughs> it was a, it was an unreal moment. We're so happy you're here. Here's adorable baby Ben today. He's three months old and doing great. A baby this mom never dreamed she would ever be able to bring into the world. This is 100% our little miracle. And when we come back, flying in first class with a horse named Fred. There's been a lot of talk about the lack of leg room on planes lately. Now add a horse named Fred to the mix. Meet Fred, the emotional support miniature horse. <laughs> he goes with his owner, Ronica Frozy, everywhere, even on planes. Good Here he is flying to Dallas in first class. He weighs about 115 pounds, and look, he takes up most of the leg room in the row. With all the uproar surrounding legroom on planes, not everyone is a fan of Fred's. So I have to stow my bag under my seat, but a large animal can stand in the seating area, goes one comment. 
If you want to fly with your horse, then buy your own plane, goes another. I'm used to it. It doesn't bother me. You can't fix stupid, so it is what it is. He was an absolute angel on the plane. Fred isn't the first mini horse to fly. Last September, we introduced you to Flirty, who is believed to be the first animal of his breed to fly in U.S. aviation history. Stay over here. Ronica says she suffers from Crohn's disease and says Fred helps her walk when her disease flares up. It's very important to have him by my side. And when we come back, a hoop dream comes true. Finally today, he shoots, he scores. There's 7.7 .7 seconds left in this high school basketball game in Idaho. Team manager, senior Kimball Miller, who has Down syndrome, has just been put in the game for the first time in four years. It's the only shot he ever took in a varsity game, and he makes it. Way to go, Kimball. Got that 100% record, and that is Inside Edition for today. We thank you for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Once upon a beat, remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. Join me, DJ Fuse, and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Yeah. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, music-filled weekly party where hip-hop and fables meet. It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay, and and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that does that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.